Welcome to Spela Golf. I'm Cece. And I'm Annie. Before we get into today's topic, we want to introduce ourselves a little bit since this is our first episode. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, I'm Cece. I'm from a small town called Mariefred in Sweden. Um, I grew up in Sweden and I moved to the U.S. when I was 19. So I got a golf scholarship to play for Middle Tennessee State and then I transferred over to Indiana University after my freshman year. I actually wanted to go back home after my freshman year, um, but the coach called me and asked if I wanted to play for him. And my parents have always been super supportive and they were like, listen, if you don't like it, then just come home. But if you don't try it, you'll never know. So I drove my car to Bloomington, Indiana, and I am still in the States. I am now an instructor. I have been an instructor for nine years and I am a wife and I'm a mother to two girls. And Annie asked me what I like to do in my free time. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually had to think about it because my girls are my free time and my husband is my free time. But something I really enjoy is watching 90 Day Fiance. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, I just think it's, you know, interesting to watch it. Because I'm an immigrant and I'm not going to say we got married for a green card because that's not it. But (laughs) it was my um, last way out. (laughs) Awesome. So anyways, that's about me. Who are you? Tell us. So I am from Arizona. I have grown up here my whole life. I picked up a golf club later in life. I was 16 years old and Cecilia gave me my first lesson (laughs) and seven years later, here we are now. I did play high school golf my junior and senior year and then I went on to play college golf for a little bit and now down the road, I really want to turn professional and play on tour. So besides that, I do bake and crochet, Yay! of course, watch (laughs) Netflix. I mean... What else is there to do? (laughs) Well, and to just kind of, you know, a little side note here that your mom runs a very, very Um, successful crochet business. Yes. And so you work for her, correct? Yes. Daisy Farm Crafts. Yes. Um, And also you might wonder where our name comes from. So Spela Golf actually means play golf in Sweden. And creds to me for coming up with that name. I did lots of research of like, oh, translate these words for me. And then I was like, oh, what's a play? And now Svila, you know, my pronunciation. Yeah, gonna, we have to work on that. Yeah, a, a lot. We're going to have to work on that. <laughs> That's why I'm doing the introduction. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that was a little bit about us and we're not going to talk too much about us. Um, so for today, for our first episode, we want to talk about being in the present. Um, And to me, being in the present is, I mean, when I'm at the golf course, I'm literally at the golf course. When I'm teaching, I am very present with my student. And when I go home, I'm trying really hard to be present with my kids and my husband and like my everyday life with them. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about. What does being in the present mean for you? Being in the present. Oh, Where to begin? (laughs) Something that I got to continuously work on day by day. Because I think a lot of the times it's like we think a lot. We literally think like 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day in our brains. And so it's like 
I just got to get better at managing those thoughts. Like what's more important? What am I doing right now? Because I think on the golf course, there's so much like because I've just learned a lot in the past two years, just wanting to decide to go pro and I just get information constant. So I feel like I'm a textbook when I go to that golf course. Yeah. And so now I just have to find a way to just simplify everything. Yes. But it's not just, you know, the technique of the game and stuff. So I wanted to tell you what happened this past week. Well, let's, yeah. let's uh, backtrack a little bit. So just for everyone to understand where we're at. So you told me about a year and a half ago that you want to play on tour. Mm -hmm. Like that's what you want to do. And so I work for an academy and my boss and the owner of the academy is now your swing instructor and I am your coach. Yes. So for the past year and a half, when you're saying that you have received a lot of information, that's what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Is that, you know, we have a monthly session with him for hours and hours. And after we leave that session, we're both pretty exhausted from just information. Yes. So as an instructor, I'm learning a lot, but for you as a player, you learn a lot, lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yes. with that, and then me trying to coach you and just guide you on the right path from everything and all the information that he's given us, it just brings a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. So tell us about what you wanted to say. Sorry. No, no, you're good. You. No, no, no. Um, so this past week, so I played at Las Sendas Golf Club. It is a golf club in Mesa. And when I got there, I was like, calm. Like, I wasn't, like, nervous or anything. I was like, oh, cool. It's just going to be a casual round of golf. But I don't know why. After I checked in, got the tea time, I noticed that I was, like, the only girl there. And it's, like, that's a usual thing. Like, I'm totally used to it. Like, ever since I picked up a club, like, I get that. But I don't know why I was so panicky. Just, like, I think because maybe I have only played this course once before, but I like on the range, I wasn't hitting the ball well. I mean, I like chunked a shot and a man was walking by because I guess I sometimes feel like, oh, I got to perform well, like in front of strangers that I don't know because I care about them. But are you are you saying that you need to perform well in front of strangers or are you saying that you need to perform well in front of male strangers? Male. So what's the difference? I guess because I just feel more intimidated by males because golf is such a male dominant sport. But what if Anna Nordquist just walked by? You wouldn't feel intimidated? Mm, okay, maybe a little, <laughs> yes. But I think I'm just more comfortable because I've played on the Cactus Tour and that's with professional. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, look at these girls. But then I kind of was like, oh, I'm good. I'm just as good as them, you know? And I just kind of got more comfortable. But I don't know why in this moment, it was just like panic. Yeah. And so I go along, so whole I see a foursome in front of me and I don't know why I just was even though they're in front of me it's like oh why should I care about them but for some reason I just was like oh my gosh there's a foursome I want to make sure I'm not taking too long like I or hitting right into them or just like and the thing about Las Sendis it wasn't even just like the guys playing in front of me it was the course itself I was like I don't know where to go because we just had a swing lesson and I'm like well I don't want to hook it left I don't want to miss it right. Where do I, you know, it just was this panicky st like state of mind for like a solid seven holes. And then finally, I think I just had to like take a deep breath and like back off and be like, okay, if Cecilia were here, <laughs> she would ask me 
am I being present? And I was like, no. And so I just like took a deep breath and I was like, okay, yeah, your long game is like not working out today for some reason. So just focus on one thing and that's your short game. And then it kind of got me into just that pre-shot routine and just be like, hey, I don't really know where the ball's going to go, but at least got me to just chill. I shot plus three on the back nine. I did like five strokes better because I did pass that foursome, which mm-hmm. was nice. They let me through, but I think I just took off just like the chaos that was going on inside my head. I was getting a headache. I was starting to get a headache from this. And I was like, this is just not enjoyable. And so I'm happy that I caught myself after those really the front nine and just be like, oh my gosh, just calm down. You need to calm down, (laughs) you know, be chill. And so that helped me. And I was like, I'm happy that I did not go the whole entire 18 holes in that panicky state because then that's just not fun. And it's like, wow, I just spent five hours outside and that was not fun. Well, and to be fair, that that's what you would have done in the past. Yes. So the Annie that's sitting in front of me now is a whole lot different than the Annie I met, what, seven years ago? (laughs) Yes. And even three years ago. Yes. I mean, your stubbornness is still there, but (laughs) 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 but no, really though. Like if we... If we go back to like the first thing that you said, like you walked up to this golf course and you don't know what it looks like. So when you're saying my long game didn't work, well, you didn't know where to place it. So you had no idea what to expect, right? Yeah, yeah. because it's like, oh, I played it a year ago and I was thinking, oh, I think I know what I'm doing. And then I was like, wait a minute, maybe you should have like studied the course on Google Earth. (laughs) Well, and that's what I mean for you. Yeah. Right? It's like... And, you know, this is very personal information, but when we go to a restaurant, you have already studied the menu. Oh, of course. Yes. Because that's, that's me. who you are as a person. Oh, yes. I go and I'm just excited to see what's on the menu. I don't have time to study a menu. I don't <laughs> yes. care to study a menu. My husband is the same way, though. He like, oh, did you see what they have on the menu? Like, I don't care what they have on the menu. Why like, do you I'm not gonna- care? Because I'm going to find something that I want to eat no matter what. (laughs) But that's just who you are as a person. Yes. If you need to study the menu at a restaurant, why would you think that you could go wing a golf course? (laughs) Right? I I guess because I just am like, I think maybe the more I study it, the more... I focus on the hazards that are there than just like yeah. the simplify and maybe do more details, but it's true. But I have to study the menu. It's always <laughs> the best. So I guess maybe I got to work on just kind of taking that to the course because then maybe I need to approach it as like, okay, where when I'm on that tee box, oh, it's all open on the left side. Let's just go there. Instead, it's like, oh my gosh, there's stuff everywhere. Where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Yeah. Like that's that panicky And then you hit and you hope for the best. Yes. See, that's a lot of golfers. Like we just go up there, we hit and we're just like, oh, that worked out. Well, then it's luck. And you're actually not planning out your shots and you're not planning out your shot ahead of that shot. So if you think about it, like we talk about caddying and, you know, like these kids that play like the USGA um, little junior tours and all Mm -hmm. that, like they're not allowed to have a caddy. But for you, like you're allowed to have a caddy. Yes. So that's what we do. Like we, as I'm your caddy, like I was your caddy once and I'm not great at it, (laughs) but like I'm learning a lot too, you know, and like that's what we do. Like we go and we plan out the course for you so that you can play your best golf. Like can you imagine like someone showing up on the first tee box playing for money and you're just like, 
I think the right side is where to go. Uh, no, you got. And then you're like, oh, my swing didn't work. Oh I no! It. Oh no! Well, because you can't swing very confidently when when you don't know where to swing it. Exactly. Right? But you also mentioned something else that I think is very interesting because as a instructor, I I agree with you. Like, I don't know exactly what the percentage is right now, but I am. When I became a PGA member, and just to clarify, being a PGA member means that I am working. I'm not a professional player. I am a working professional. But at that time in 2017, I was one out of 4% women in the PGA. Wow. So my career has been obviously male dominated. Mm -hmm. I haven't worked with a lot of women uh, like other professional women. But what you said about walking up there and you're noticing that you're the only girl, like, why was that even a thought? I I don't know why. I think, honestly, I think it's, mm, I don't know, because I'm going inside their heads just thinking, oh, my gosh, what do they think of me? I just, which is wrong. And I, like, want to take it back because that's what just, like, screwed me up on the front nine. But I just because it's always been like that, I guess I just have always cared about what other people think of me ever since I was a kid. I just have so always cared about it. Other golf areas in golf, I just always care about what other people and I got to work yeah. on getting better at that. And I just got to, you know, mind my own business is what a certain person has taught me. <laughs> I want to tell you a secret. Nobody cares about you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares. It's so funny because if you think of golfers, especially, like you're you're not gonna run into a whole lot of people that think more about your game than they do their own game. Yes. Like that's when you're an instructor. I care way more about your game than my own game, but I'm here to help you. Mm -hmm. So just know that nobody cares about you. So the next time <laughs> you walk up on a golf course, like you need to like walk with confidence. Mm -hmm. You need to like show them who's the boss. I know. You know, exactly. not in a cocky way, but like walk up there and be like, you know what? I own this place. I know. Confidence. <laughs> confidence. Yes. Confidence is key. Yes. I know. So confidence. with that said, though, if you would be, if you could like relive that day and you're driving into the parking lot, what do you think you could have done different? Honestly, I probably should have meditated before and like just agreed, like chilled, chilled out and just like, hey, take it take a deep breath because I was still nervous kind of going into it because it's less send this. It's a challenging golf club. And like we just had a lesson and you were kind of like, hey, let's see how your scoring is. And so I kind of was like, I want to score well, you know, because that's the focus because I believe, you know, oh, if I go out and shoot par, oh my gosh, I'm really good. You know, I just have always based the, the, um, like improvement off scoring and so uh, that's why I, like I think I was so tense too because I was like oh my gosh I gotta play well I gotta do this but then once I let that score go on the back like look at how much better I performed and so that kind of like what, what was your helped. focus nothing no but short game just letting it go being in the moment shot by shot yeah so just one shot at a time one shot at a time. And if you're having a hard time with it, and we talk about this a lot too, just kind of splitting up like the 18 holes in like three hole groupings. Mm -hmm. So focus on like the first three holes and the next three holes and all the way through 18. But even more important, if you can focus on each shot. Yeah. So not 
how the shot turned out, but like, where am I going to place myself to have a better second shot? Like yes. when you hit your approach shot onto the green, like, where do I want to place myself to have a better putt? And I'm not saying that's always going to work just because we say that doesn't mean like, oh, it's automatically going to happen. <laughs> but I do agree with you. If you could meditate because again, your personality <laughs> and it's not a bad thing, yes. but I think it's important to like, we're all so different. And if like how you are as a person and how you need things to be done can help you have a routine and even incorporate that into golf, then you're obviously going to play better golf. Yeah. So meditating, going up on the golf course, like you've been here before, you have no fear who's around you because nobody cares about you. You're there to improve your game and play a course that's harder than the one that we practice at. Mm -hmm. And then as you tee up your golf ball, like it's okay to fail, right? It's yes. okay to fail. But having a plan with that shot, I think that yeah. that was something you could have done different. Yes. Would I'll, you agree? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. all of that. Well, thank you for all that. Um, I do have to ask, though. So I heard that you taught a 94-year-old man golf, <laughs> a golf lesson. I did. Give me the deets on that. I need to hear. All right. So um, where to start? Well, so there's a, a few golf instructors working where I'm working. So I'm at Bear Creek in Chandler and we have a schedule system. So if you want to book a lesson, you go online and you just kind of look up the day you want and like the availability and all that stuff. So I've had a full schedule for like the past two years, which I'm super grateful for. And um, this summer I opened up a few new spots. So I'm standing um, like over by the teaching station and I see this new name. Like I knew there was a new person coming, but you know, it's getting closer to 11 and um, I'm like looking around because I don't know who this person is. I can only see the name on the schedule. And so I just show my coworker <laughs> like the name of it. And I was like, do you recognize this name? And he was like, I do. And as he says that, a car pulls in, like there's a there's a street just by like where we teach that, that takes us into the golf course. And you're not really supposed to park there. <laughs> but this person like pulls in, parks, and out walks this like older gentleman. And as I am showing my my coworker, I'm like, do you recognize this name? And he was like, oh yeah, that's him up there. You should probably get your golf cart and go get him. And as I'm looking, I'm like, oh gosh, like, oh wow. Like, okay, he's really old. <laughs> and so he's old. He's, he's an oldie. Old. <laughs> and so um he's like already like halfway down to the driving range. And so I'm like, oh gosh, I need to like run over there because he can't carry his own clubs, you know. I want to be like nice and polite and mm -hmm. give like a good first impression, you know. Um, so I walk over there and and I was like, Hey, like, how are you? I'm Cecilia, and he, you know, says his name and um, I was like, let me grab your golf clubs. And he's like, you better not grab my golf clubs. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah, he said, you better not grab my golf clubs. I can, I can carry my own bag. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I was it. like, okay. I said, strike one for me. Mm -hmm. um, so he walks all the way down and um, he sets his golf club up on the bag stand. And, you know, I always like 
for for the first time, I want to hear my students' goals and why they're here. Like, what do we what are we trying to accomplish? Like, I want to have a clear goal with our session. Um, and you know, so he's like, "Well, I'm 94 years old," and he said, "And I'm still vertical." <laughs> I was okay, like, well, that's a good okay. start. Um, and he's like, but honestly, he said, I I have a hard time shifting my weight over. Um, so he was like, my whole golf career, like all the lessons that I've taken, all the professionals have told me that, you know, I'm hanging back a little bit too much on my right foot. And I said, all right, well, let me see you hit a few shots and and let's get down to business. And he said, all right. So he's hitting a few and I can tell that he's hanging back and and, you know, I'm like, okay, let's like, how do I approach this? Because he is my oldest student to, to this day. Yes. And I, I love it because the youngest one I teach is four. So it's like a big gap. Big, yeah. Like a very, big age very gap. big. Um, but so he's hitting a few. And at first I just have him like stand on both feet. And so I was like, okay, let's just stand on both feet and for my own sake, I'm like, let's see if he can like lift one foot without falling over. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, I know. But like, I don't want to be the person like, you know, hurts him or, or mm-hmm. you know. So anyways, he's killing it. So long story short, I'm giving him this drill and, you know, I'm like, let me know if, you know, this is something that you are, are comfortable with or if this is something that's too much for you. And he just keeps telling me like, girl, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, and so he just continually did the drill and we are now like a couple of weeks in and he's killing it. Like he's hitting it further. He like, he just compresses the ball so bad or so much and it's just awesome. And so as a golf instructor, you know, my job is like, I meet a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, like all different ages and, and genders and, you know, all that stuff. And, um, and so I'm trying to get to know him and and it turns out that he had his own business and I'm just asking him, you know, I'm like, so what was like your, your greatest learning lesson in your career? You know, cause I'm trying to get my career, like not to grow, but I want to expand it. Like I'm I want to do more. Like I have so many ideas and so many things I want to do. And so I just love meeting other entrepreneurs to, to listen to their journey and learn from their mistakes so that I don't have to, you know, make them. Mm -hmm. And he just kept telling me that like being in the present and being in the moment of what you are doing right at that time. So he was like, so right now, you know, I'm taking golf lesson. Like, that's all I'm thinking about is what you're telling me. And he's like, all other thoughts are not there, you know? And he's like, when I was at my most successful uh, point in my career was because I was able to hire people to take care of whatever like thing they were doing, right? So mm-hmm. um, he was like, I can't do it all. I can't be a salesperson. I can't be the owner. I can't you know, be the marketing person, like it's hard. So as my business was growing, you know, kind of delegating to different people, but that meant that he could be more in the present of what he was trying to do and trying to accomplish. And he was like, it saved me so much time because I didn't have 20,000 other thoughts at the same time. 
And so I thought that was super important. And I absolutely love our conversations that we have because he teaches me so much. And I think for me, as an instructor and a mom and a wife, it's sometimes it can be hard to be all of it because when you're a mom, you're thinking about your kids or your husband, I'm sorry. And then when you're a wife, you're thinking about work. You have to find the balance. Yes. But if I can just, I think if I can just concentrate or pay attention rather to where I'm at in that moment. So for me, like being on the golf course, it's super easy for me to be in the present because I'm so present with my students. So if I have half hour, 45 minutes or an hour, like I'm literally dedicating every minute of myself to them during that time. But I think what's hard for me is when I get home to let go of work. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's where probably we're the opposites because I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. And so it's like when I'm home, it's like quiet and I don't have to think about anything. So I'm probably more present at home than when I'm on the course. And so I need to find a way for balance. That's kind of the balancing. You got to find the balance because everyone has busy lives. And so you got to find that in between. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So I think for you and I, um, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but I think it's like a practice thing. You just have to practice it. So when we're home, for me, like put my phone away, put my head away, put my brain away and just play or swim or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And then for you, maybe at the golf course, like, okay, like I'm focusing on this drill or I'm focusing on this position in my backswing and just simplify it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, well, I think today went super well for our first episode. I know. I'm excited. This is going to be so fun. And we're going to talk about a lot of things and you guys are going to get to know us throughout this journey and we're excited for you to get to know us so bye bye (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk to you later bye thank you for listening if you enjoyed today's episode we would love for you to share the podcast